Thank you for tuning in to the Sporty Those Nets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. I am once again joined by the two co-hosts, Anthony Dittmar on Twitter, that is at Anthony Dittmar underscore, and Joe Farrow on Twitter, that is at the Joe Farrow. Guys, the Nets are just eliminated from the playoffs. First team, only team to be swept. I don't have a whole lot to say. How are you guys doing? Do you have to ask? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we're all in the same boat. I don't know if angry is even the right word. It's just, like, disappointing more than anything. Like, when we look at last year, last year hurt. Like, that loss yeah. actually hurt. This is just pure disappointment. Like, there's not really many other words for it. It's like Nets just showed no heart, no fight outside of Bruce Brown and Blake Griffin. And then, and what else could we have expected? We shouldn't have expected anything less. Yeah, I mean, back with the disappointment, like you said, I mean, I don't want to be that fan, but you just look at the games. Lost game one at the buzzer off a scramble layup. Lost game two when you're up 17. Tonight, they had chances. Like, it was there. The game was there. Durant missing that free throw. Claxton missing 10 free throws. Like, the game was there for the next Tatum held out with five minutes to go. Yeah. And it was just like, I feel like every game, I mean, I personally missed the majority of game three because I was working. But even there, like, the Nets trailed most of it. But they were hanging around, like, they had chances. They lost by, I think it was a combined 18 or 20 points in the series. And you get swept, like, in four games. It's the third lowest margin in NBA history for a sweep. Like, I don't know. I'm not sad because, like, when they went down 3-0, like, I knew, pretty much knew the series was over. I was kind of optimistic. Wanted to extend it, but I, I feel like all year I was saying, oh, man, what could happen with this team? Like, if they're healthy, what could they be? Blah, blah, blah. And I, I end the season after a sweep, still thinking the same thing. Like, what could have been? Because the yeah. series was a lot closer than a sweep, in my opinion. Every game was close. Every game went down to the end. And a team that has two elite closers, supposedly, and Durant Irving lost all four. Yeah. It's it just it just sucks, man. Like I like this whole roller coaster. Ever since that, honestly, since that game three, I know Harden got hurt in game one. Since that game three, though, when Kyrie got down, or was it game four? The Nets just it's just unfortunate thing after unfortunate thing. Like you lose Kyrie in that series, you get it to game seven, you lose in a heartbreaker. You go to the all season like the one bright spots. Katie signed extension, but then. You think that the Nets are going to get the guys all extended. Don't Kyrie and Harden aren't extended. Then you have a cheap offseason where fans are kind of some questionable moves. And you have Kyrie not playing the first two months. Then you have Harden trade demands. And you have the KDMCL injury. And this the vaccine mandate stuff. It's just never ending. And then the Simmons drama now. It's just like the Joe Harris injury. It's just one thing after another. Like it was... I thought the, the last few years were rough. This was the roughest one of the three. And now we're into at the end of year three. I know the KD Achilles year doesn't count. It's Jesus Christ. We won one playoff series in three years. And it's just, I don't even know where to go from here. Like, I understand that it's, they still have KD and hopefully you have Kyrie for a window, but it's very underwhelming. The Nets with D'Angelo Russell had more playoff wins than the Nets with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, like this season, like obviously not the last year, but like this playoff run, the 18-19 yeah. Nets had more playoff wins. They at least took a game. 
The Nets are one and eight in their last nine playoff games. That is hashtag not good. That, obviously, the plan doesn't count. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, going back to the Bucks series, I know injuries played a huge part in last year, but they were healthy this year. Like for the most part, I know Simmons wasn't there in Harris, but like you had Katie and Kyrie. Like I think you had a fighting chance. You like you're you have those two. There were some roster flaws. Too many guards. Too many big guys. Not enough wings. Too many like older guys. Maybe I don't know. See, that's, see, I'm glad you brought that up because we are a veteran-led group and that was supposed to be what gave the Nets the edge over a lot of other teams. But a veteran group group like ours, like every, it felt like every time the Nets were fighting to get back in it because besides game two, the Nets were really fighting back the entire series. Um, But... Every time the Nets would get something going, it was either a stupid foul or a stupid turnover. Like, this might be the dumbest veteran-led team of all time. Like, <sighs> it, just so many stupid plays. Like, I, I don't really even know what to say about it. It's just, it, like we said before, just very, very disappointing. Katie and Kyrie each played one good playoff game all series. Like, Kevin Durant played well in game four, and Kyrie played well in game one, and that's it. That is unacceptable. Like, I'm sorry. And Durant still had a shit ton of turnovers today. I don't know what the hell that was. Like, people were anointing Durant as the best player, including myself in the world last year after that Buck series. I Like, I don't even know what to say now. Like, that was the best player in the world does not get swept in the first round. LeBron James has never lost in the first round. I'm not here to make comparisons. But if you're Kevin Durant, you don't get, like, you don't get swept in the first round. That was unacceptable. You weren't playing, like, a super team. Like, yeah. that was a, a series that could have at least won six. And At least let it go five. Like, come like, on. We got to think about, like, what's to what we can expect moving forward. Like, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Steve Nash is going to be fired. Just saw a sign report today saying he's not. Hopefully, I know it's early, but. Yeah, but it's like, at the same time, it's like you have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and you manage to lose, not even just lose, you get swept in the first round. I don't, know how, anybody, I don't know how anybody's job could be safe after that. It's a Nash. It, Nash is Durant's guy. I don't know. Like, if firing Nash creates rafted, Dur- creates rifts of Durant, like, you can't lose Durant. Like, I know it's, like, a shitty situation, but, yeah. like, yeah, it has to run through him. I mean, I, th- I still think in all likelihood they find a way where it's, like, there's another coach out there that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving or whoever else is going to be around next season would prefer. Um, Can the Nets stop hiring former fucking point guard players to be their coaches? It didn't work with Jason Kidd. It didn't work with Steven Ash. It's time to get Nexus and those guys. He had Udoka on the staff last year. He had Tantoni on the staff last year. Both gone. I don't know if one of those two guys are the answer. Obviously, Doka's not leaving, but maybe it's Tantoni. Don't hire another, like, no-name guy. It just – it's – you can't. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I don't think Steve Nash is getting fired in the offseason. I, I don't think there's any chance of it. Like, I, I – I'm not saying that's what I want. I want to very much, very, very much clarify that. I don't think he's going anywhere. I feel like now, if the Nets, one. if the Nets shit the bed the first twenty games of the season, then I see him getting fired midseason. That's but, even worse. I don't want to go into the season with the guy. Like, I'd play rather play. start fresh in the offseason. I'm, I'm just telling you what I feel like the Nets are thinking. Sean Marks, probably Kevin Durant as well. They're thinking we went through all this bullshit and like. Steve Nash, the one time he got to coach a full team, like we were blowing teams out in the playoffs, two seed in the East. And I mean, even last year, they weren't a full team for the majority of the year. This year, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's fair to really judge them. Um, 
I, I'm going to be honest. I think this series, the Nets were completely outmatched just by size. You watch the games, and the Celtics players like Tatum and Brown, they were literally shooting over cones, basically is what their offensive sets were. They weren't running anything crazy. I don't think the Nets were playing horrible defense. It's just the Nets had a bunch of guys that were 6'2 on the court, and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are 6'8", 6'9", whatever, 6'10". And it's like, you miss Joe Harris, he's 6'6". You miss Ben Simmons, obviously, he's 6'10". I still think the Nets have a very strong core. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. And I, like you said, I think it was Anthony. I, Kevin Durant is like Steve Nash is this guy. I don't know. I, I don't uh, think he's going anywhere personally. I think the organization needs to be held accountable here. Like, I think this is roster construction was a joke from the start. Like we mentioned, that could have Kuzma the Dinwiddie deal. You could have kept Dinwiddie. You could have done a bunch of different things. This Ben Simmons saga now is going to be a, a saga throughout the whole offseason. Is this guy going to even play a game for the Nets? Like, I know, like, whatever, if he's going to play game four. I didn't really think there's a point to play game four if they're down 3-0 personally. But the fact that he was going to play and didn't just, like, rubs you the wrong way. I don't know if this guy actually was going to play at all this year. It may have just been like a fake leak from the Nets that he's going to play so the fans don't react to the way they did after the Harden deal. This organization promised like championship aspirations, and yeah, they brought two championship players into this organization, but they have not brought that into this organization in terms of like ourselves. Like we have not felt like that. Like the Nets home, and that's that we're below 500 at home this year. Like yeah. that's unacceptable. Like I know I don't care what injuries happen, you can't be on under 500 at home if you expect to win a championship. They lost 11 games in a row at one point. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just want to say something real quick on the Ben Simmons thing. I do too, actually. Um, I see a lot of people bashing Ben. I think the Nets handled Ben Simmons horribly, like absolutely atrocious, like unacceptable, inexcusable, like horrible. If they would just answer a goddamn question, we wouldn't be getting this stuff through leaks in the media. We'd be getting it from the Nets directly, and it would cut out a lot of gray area, and it would have not made Ben Simmons look bad. The guy clearly struggles with confidence, and then you go and you make him look bad when you're down 3-0 in a series. Like, what the hell is the point? The Nets just said, yeah, we are not putting Ben out there. We're down 3-0 or whatever. Like, don't – I don't know if it was him. There was reports that he said his back wasn't feeling well. He wasn't at the game because of his back, et cetera. I just think the Nets handled it as poorly as they possibly could have. I I agree completely. And I think the other thing is, I don't think Ben Simmons should be getting as much hate as he is right now. I agree with Joe completely. Like, like bro, like, he's been battling all year to come back. He had a herniated disc. And, like, I don't know if anybody 
listening or even you guys have ever had like a serious back injury, your back being injured affects literally everything you do. Like you, you have a back injury. You try to get out of bed in the morning. It's just not happening. Like you got to like find, you got to maneuver your body in a way that you've never maneuvered it before to just get out of bed when your back is bothering you like that. And just like the guy, he's trying to come back, but in reality, for the past couple of weeks, it's felt like Ben Simmons has wanted to play, but the Nets have held him out. So I don't see why, like, all of a sudden, since he's not playing today, everybody's just throwing immediate hate at Ben Simmons. Like, and they reported today that the Nets and Ben Simmons and, like, uh, like Rich Paul and, like, everybody just had, like, a meeting today. I think the meeting was just, yeah, Ben, we're not going to throw you into the fire right now. We're down 3-0. It's over. I agree. But, like... That was my immediate thought. They say they have a meeting. Why would they throw him into the fire down 3-0? You needed to win game three for him to play. That's just how it is. And he should have played game three. That's just that's just how it is. Like, there's zero sense of urgency with this team. And like I said, Ben Simmons should not be getting as much hate as he is right now because he is getting absolutely slaughtered when I feel like it wasn't his decision regardless whether he was going to play or not. Yeah, I think personally, I think nobody's hands are clean in the situation. Like, if I'm going to be completely honest, like, I don't think Ben deserves the full blame. I don't think he's an innocent child in this case either. I think it's a little bit of both. I think someone needs to send Sean Marks, Steve Nash, and whole Nets organization to PR 101 at some college this offseason. How to handle, <laughs> like, talking to fans and media. Because that was an absolute joke this year. Like, the, the, I'm sorry, like, if I saw Steve Nash in one of those press conferences, I don't know how he didn't get punched in the face by like, one of the Nets beat reporters. Like, like, I would have been so annoyed. Like, the way he answered stuff, it was bad. Like, some of this, like, I know it's probably what he's told. He may just be a puppet for the organization, but that was just, like, very infuriating for the entire season. Like, even Mark's a few times, like, saying, like, he's like they're going to sign extensions and whatnot, and then it not happening. Like, why even say it in the first place? Like, you remember that in like September when it leaked that they're going to sign both Kyrie and Harden? Yep. yep. Like, why even say if it didn't happen yet? Like, it doesn't make sense. And then the whole Harden thing saying we're not – I know they didn't say – they say can't, they can't say he's tra- getting traded. But, like, don't – don't gas at the situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, I think we're all on the same page here where it's disappointing, but it's also like, thank God it's over. <laughs> like – just yeah, as much of a nice extends like it'll just been delaying the inevitable yeah exactly like it, once we lost game three it it was it was done it was done right and we're we were all just sitting here i feel like every nets fan obviously wants to see your team have success but at the same time they're like all right like this has gotta we just might as well get it over with and yeah it's a bad look but getting swept hopefully is a big wake-up call for the nets the players, the front office, every, the organization as a whole. Like, I hope that they really take this as the kick in the ass that they needed to really just like reform this team to where you can go out there and confidently say you are the favorites to win the championship. And obviously right now we had like, like Anthony, you listed before, literally everything that could have gone wrong for the Nets this year went wrong. So and like we said, I mean, a lot of us as fans were hoping for a better result. 
But at the same time, it's like, you know, we're kind of grabbing at straws, thinking that we were the favorites and everything. But who knows? The Nets are the first favorite to go into the season to not win a single playoff game since 1984. I mean, the Nets and Celtics were the Nets and Lakers were the two betting favorites opening the year, and neither of them obviously won a playoff game. One thing, quick, one quick thing I want to say about Ben Simmons is I'm still very excited to see him play next to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I want to say that if Kyrie, if Kyrie's here and Ben's here, yep. Well, no, Ben's going to be here because he's you would be trading Ben at a significant loss, which isn't even worth it anymore. So Ben's going to be here. But Kyrie, it's going to be a really, really interesting situation. What happens with him, man? Like, I have some uh, I have some quotes for you. Post game quotes from Kyrie Irving, a couple from Kevin Durant, Goran Dragic. We'll start with Kyrie about him being here next year. Um, He said going into the summer, I think you can see what we need as a team which obviously them using we need team or whatever. And then he was asked about extending in Brooklyn. He said, I don't really plan on going elsewhere. Um, he also said the outside noise seeped into the Nets locker room and they have to be tougher. Um, feels he let the team down when he couldn't play in the game of the year. He then went on to say, I'm here with seven, but I'm here to build a great team. At this point in my career, I just want to be part of a great team. And he's like, when I'm, when I'm saying I'm here with Kev, I think that really entails us managing this franchise together along Joe and Sean. Obviously, Joe Sai and Sean Marks. So I think Kyrie Irving is definitely here. I don't really think there's a question. I think we all felt that before the Nets got swept. And I don't know about you guys, but I still – feel that way? I don't know. It's kind of hard to, th- to think. Like, I mean, Stephen A. Smith absolutely berated Kyrie <laughs> the other day. Yeah. Saying, like, he's not trustworthy, and he's played more than 60 games four times in his 11-year career, and, and how he would never give him a long-term contract, and he would take it year to year. And I'm like, I'm listening to it, and as much as I really do love watching Kyrie Irving play and play in Brooklyn, it's like I can't see how he's wrong. You <laughs> feel like he's not wrong at all. But it's Cody, just, it's like you need. Yeah, that. So, did you say? Did you say the full Kyrie quote? I don't know if I said the full quote. Because he said I he said... wants to manage a team with Joe and Sean. He didn't say Steve. Yeah, I did read that. Yeah, like uh, it's crazy they didn't say Nash. I'm just, I'm just reading some tea leaves. Yeah, I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Um, Kevin Durant was asked whether he regrets not taking advantage of having the big three of Kyrie, James Harden, himself. He said, "No regrets, no crying over spilled milk. It's about how we can progress. Shit just played out the way it did." So, I mean, that sounds like Kevin Durant. I mean, I know he signed the extension, but. There's a lot of we, which sounds good in my opinion. <laughs> and I mean, Joe, don't let Steven I get to your head, man. That guy's a clown. <laughs> I'm not I'm not letting him get to my head. Like, because like I don't feel the same, but it's like you're not wrong at the same time. Yeah. So I like, mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, Bruce Brown was asked on, about staying in Brooklyn. He said, Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so fucking what a response. 
Like that's see that just sounds like yeah they better fucking pay me. That's what it, that's what it sounds like. Goran Dragic was a little bit different when he was asked. He said the time that I spent here every day was something different, something tough. Uh, goes on to say he doesn't want to make excuses and adds we were just not good enough. We were not tight as a group on the floor, of course. Yeah, well, I mean, we also got to take all this with a grain of salt because, like, when you listen to, like, what Drogic just said, that kind of sounds like, okay, like, I might not be here next year, but Blake also did the same thing at his presser last year, and then he re-signed, like, almost immediately, so. Yeah, Drogic also said, I don't know. It's tough to say right now. I don't want to make any decisions right now because I'm sad. I'm pissed. I still want to play another two to three years. Um. Steve Nash on coaching next season. I love doing this. Love my guys. Love my staff and want to continue doing it. Ben Simmons and Joe Harris will give us a big lift. I mean, he's not wrong. Like, I would say that's probably two or three, four best player on the Nets. You could maybe argue Seth Curry. I mean, he was definitely hindered with his ankle a little bit, although he shot the lights out of the ball tonight. I don't know. Oh, boy. Kevin Durant from Alex Schiffer of The Athletic. Kevin Durant just endorsed Steve Nash returning. Steve has dealt with a crazy past two years. And Alex Schiffer went on to say Kevin Durant endorsed him returning. Fuck! Oh, dear God. I'm saying. I'm telling you, like, I don't know. Kevin Durant also wanted to say, I felt great this year. I don't think the minutes or the Olympics did anything. I felt amazing. So, I mean, those are, like, the main quotes, pretty much a verbal commitment from Kyrie. I don't see the Nets, obviously, not extending him. Him and Kevin Durant are boys. Um, Some backing of Steve Nash when Twitter – Nets Twitter is very not a big fan of Steve Nash. I think he um, did a pretty decent job tonight. I actually liked that all-guard lineup with Durant and then Griffin. It kind of gave the Celtics a different look, and they were struggling to defend it. Um, Main issue is he didn't adjust shit until he played Blake eight minutes in game. Yeah, three, in game. Yeah, three. you're right. And then he, he didn't took- do anything until tonight. Like the right. only that's I mean, the adjustment he made all series was just I put oh I'll, I'll play Blake for eight minutes in game three, and then I'll play him again in game four. Hopefully that saves my job. Yeah, I mean, he, I, so personally, I felt he made some good adjustments tonight. He pretty much benched Drummond. Um, Drummond played what, four minutes? He didn't play much. I don't know the number off the top of my head. I don't want to look at a box score. Um, I tell you. Too sad. Um, the Nets finally got rid of switching everything, which I really hope they kind of look at that philosophy in the offseason. I know we're going to do like several episodes. We're going to reflect. We're going to still talk in the offseason, probably try to record once a week. So we'll get more into that. But I hate the switch everything defense. It's the worst. I hate it. It's trash. It doesn't work. It's not necessary. You have to switch some things, but not everything. Like you don't have to switch every single action. The guy that literally just coached the team that clamped us up for four straight games was on our staff last year. And we decided to just switch everything and then keep it going this year. When we set a record last year for being like the worst defensive team to ever play basketball. Just like unbelievable. I hate that defense with everything, every single fiber of my being. It has so many times. 
And uh, and wait until game four when you're down 3-0 to finally say, oh, yeah, maybe we shouldn't switch everything and let Al Horford and Daniel Tice get matched up on Patty Mills and Kyrie at the basket 10 times a game. Yeah. I know. I agree. Like, I mean, we could we could talk about that in the offseason. There's going to be a lot to talk about in the offseason. So we'll go definitely more into depth on the coaching situation, the free agency, the draft. Um, there's going to be, as we all know, the Nets love to stay in the news, especially this era of the Nets year round. So there's never lack of content, but anything else you guys want to mainly focus on with the playoffs, I guess the series we just watched. Uh, I, I don't really have much else to say. Disappointment. Still Let's hope the Sixers will blow the series. So I can at least be happy about something. Oh, it's Bro, the, I would just Doc Rivers, you know, they're going to blow it. I would just <laughs> like to say, if the Nets still had James Harden instead of Seth Curry, like I'm, if that trade never happened, I would still believe the Celtics would have won the series. Probably, maybe, probably. I don't know. I, I don't know. Probably. I actually don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I like, was, watched, all I know is the Nets are going to Harris, Levert, and Jared Allen. They would have won the series. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all just I know saying, is like, the Nets are sitting at home now, and Jalen Brunson is getting MVP chance in the playoffs. <laughs> think that's all we need to say yeah we'll definitely be back we'll be talking about we got a whole offseason to talk about stuff um i'm sure there'll be a bunch of drama what is there not drama you watch harden the nets are never short on drama harden's not the same player i still think in the long run the trade is great for the nets i mean they look kind of stupid right now they got swept and and two first-round picks they better use this year to make yeah, some trades. Two first-round picks. We have Seth Curry coming back, and we have Ben Simmons for, like, another three years or something like that at least. I so, think the yeah. Nets return less than six players a season. That's my bold prediction. I think so, too. I think there's a lot. We're going to have a very active offseason, I think, especially because this is a wake-up call and a half. The only player yeah. untouchable should be Kevin Durant, and I said it. Bruce Brown is the only untouchable player, sir. <laughs> Cast uh, I just I hope that Kyle Corver stays on the staff. I don't know what his contract is. And I hope he teaches Nicholas Claxton how to make a goddamn free throw. LeBron James to Brooklyn, make it happen. Yeah, right. Hit him up. Oh god. Yeah. All right, let's 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 save some of the offseason talk for the, the offseason yeah. episode. I agree. 100 percent I mean, yeah. Anything else to go. The, the Nets don't play basketball until October. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just depressing. I don't even want to think about that. Oh, you could watch your Red Sox score one run per game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even into baseball movie yet. It's just like yeah. too early. Gonna, yeah. Let me get past the NFL draft first, and then I'll get fully into baseball. Who you uh, who you guys rooting for in the postseason now? Now, who do you think is going to win? Who are you, like, rooting for? You got, we, I don't know about you, but I'm going to get behind the team. I'm going no, like, to be behind the Timberwolves because I think we made we made our uh, – when we did our little postseason bracket, and, you know, we, every single one of us picked the Nets to win it all. Um, yeah. I did have <laughs> the Timberwolves going on a run. I had the Timberwolves going to the conference finals, so – We'll see. But, uh, I mean, I think I'm going to get by. Uh, I'm going to be rooting for the Warriors and the Timberwolves, that's for sure. They're, they've been really fun. 
Yeah, I, I kind of like watching Golden State. Jordan Poole's been fun. I think Golden State's actually gonna get to the finals if unless Phoenix is in some trouble this round one. I did. I don't mind Phoenix, like, um, but I don't know what's gonna happen with that Booker. I don't really want anybody in the East to win, to be honest. Like, the only one I really don't care about is Miami for the teams that legitimately can win. I don't want Milwaukee, Boston, or Philly to win. In the West, I don't really have anybody that I hate, but realistically, yeah. probably the Warriors. Hope Spencer does well. Want- D'Angelo, former Nets. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm a Pelicans fan. <laughs> I love Jose Alvarado. He is uh, he's fun. awesome. I saw a tweet yesterday. It said in 2K, you should be able to sprint with him inf- infinitely and never lose energy. Yes. That's CP3 yesterday. That was fun. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, they put CP3 in mental hell yesterday. That was so much fun. <laughs> I mean, it's cursed. I feel so bad. Yeah, I mean yeah. – uh, we just got – there's a lot more playoff basketball to watch. Nets fans, just enjoy whatever's left if you could bring yourself to enjoy the rest. Two more months, dude. There's a lot of basketball we watch so we even think about any Nets moves. Like, it's going to be a long two months. We have to watch two months of playoffs. And probably, like, two weeks after the finals, we have the drafts, and then really the Nets moves will start happening. So we have to, like, early July. So two and a half months of really just limbo, just kind of sitting on this. So I would say pick up a hobby, maybe watch some baseball. Watch your NBA playoffs, and yeah, it's gonna be a long off season. Oh, there was a we didn't address this. Carmelo Anthony and the Nets have mutual interest this offseason. Oh, we'll talk about that. It doesn't, it doesn't really excite me. It came, out, it came out today, so I figured why not? Just veto, veto. <laughs> but we can talk. Personally, I'm we, good. We can talk more in depth on that. Uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Or I think we kind of hit it all for the playoffs. I guess I don't even know if I want to call that the playoffs. I, hope, the I just I hope the Celtics win the championship now to make it a little bit lighter. <laughs> no. no, I'm very interested to see them against Giannis. To be honest, like they pretty much shut down KD for three games. Like I want to see what to do to Giannis. Don't count up the Bulls yet. <laughs> the Bulls are done, especially yeah. without Chris. Especially without Chris Middleton. Like I'm very curious to see. They're gonna throw three guys at Giannis, I would imagine. And I'm just, I'm, I, I see like, this is gonna be a stupid thing to say because the Nets just got swept. I really don't think the Celtics are that team. Like, I don't. Mm, I think they're very good offensively, defensively. Um, I don't. It's gonna, they're gonna get good matchups. Um, yeah, okay. I don't know. If they get past the Bucks, they're gonna win the East, dude. I think they they play hard. They play well together, and Tatum and. Brown are like stars, but I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't buy in their role players. Like, I know Grant Williams and Al Horford shot the shit, shot the lights out of the ball this series. Like, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not buying it. I could be wrong, and they very well. I mean, I know since like January or whatever, they were the number one rated offense and number one rated defense in the NBA. But uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll see. Celtics Warriors finals. I'm calling it. Yeah, I feel that. Interesting. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's. We'll see. All right. We good here? Yeah, we're good. All right. So thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. The Nets season ended, but we will not be done. We do plan on recording either later this week, beginning of next week kind of our takeaway on just the entire net season give us a little time to reflect on it um and then like we said we're going to be busy in the off season we still plan on bringing like an episode a week 
Um, maybe some emergency episodes if like a Steve Nash gets fired, maybe, or something happens. So thank you for everyone who listened. We appreciate it. Uh, we definitely saw growth since we started. Um, I don't know about Anthony Joe, but I definitely appreciate it. Um, and oh, I guess let's go next. I appreciate let's... that all, Cody. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> well, man, I mean, it's a pretty depressing mood right now. Like, <laughs> maybe right now maybe this podcast is a curse i don't know <laughs> but uh anyways let's go thank next. you guys thank you.